Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansburg, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Is it Acts 4 12 says there's only one name given under heaven 
by which men should be saved. You cannot be saved through any other name. You can't be saved through the name of Nelson Mandela. It will give you access to Eastern Cape, but it won't give you access to heaven. Amen. You can't be saved through the name of Donald Trump. It may not even give you access to America. Are you understanding what I'm saying? We can only be saved through the name of Jesus Christ. Acts says that and anyone that shall call on that name Jesus shall be saved in that great and terrible day. So that foundation must not be removed. We shouldn't get to a time where it's like, oh, just give some money, you will be saved. Or just come to church, you will be saved. Just be nice in the church. Just get involved in the church. You will be saved. You cannot be saved. Just let the pastor be your friend. I mean, I'm a nice person to be your friend, but salvation doesn't come through being my friend. Can I get an amen from you? So it's something you must fight to protect that. Look, you have to be born again. And we have to emphasize it in all relationships at all levels that everybody must be born again. Jesus said to Nicodemus, a guy who was, in, he had been in church for a long time, he had written it, finished um, lay schools, written exams, he had passed shepherd, everything. He was now a Pharisee, a top person in the church. He came to see Jesus in John chapter 3. He said nice things. And when people come to see the pastor, they say a lot of nice things. At least I've been a pastor for, by the grace of God for 20 years. When they come, they say a lot of nice things. I want to die for the Lord. I want to give my heart to Jesus. I want to stop eating and fast for the rest of my life. I love the Lord so much, I don't want to live anymore. They say a lot of these nice things. You want, I want to be with Jesus. Me and Jesus. Jesus is my forever year now. Yeah. So because of experience, I don't go by what people say. Jesus also didn't go by what Nicodemus said. After Nicodemus finished saying John chapter 3, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said, Rabbi, thou art a master of cast of God. No man can do this except God. Jesus said, verse 3, verily, verily, I said, look, let's not beat about the bush. Except you are born again. You cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Nobody can enter into the kingdom of God except through Jesus Christ. It is through this meeting of Nicodemus and having this discussion that led to Jesus telling us in John 3.15 that for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So salvation only comes through Jesus. So make sure you are born again. Yeah, you are born again. And anybody can stand be born again. There must be no preaching without offering people the chance to be born again. It's the foundation of the church. That is what the church is built on. Hallelujah. Nobody should be in your circles that you have not given the person an opportunity to be born again. At least you should have given them the opportunity once or twice. Then from there, you know that you are approved. They have decided that. They have chosen. You see, today I was reading, I don't know, it's Corinthians, eh? Either Corinthians, Corinthians, yeah, Corinthians. And Paul was said, or Thessalonians. No, not today. Today or yesterday? 
But Paul was telling them that if they, they go astray, they have chosen to go astray. They have decided, it's not like they've not been given the chance, but they have decided to go to hell. It's by choice. So we should make sure that everybody in our churches, everybody who walks into this church has heard about Jesus so much that if they choose not to be born, if they don't get born again, if they've chosen not to be born again. Hallelujah. What is the second foundation we're talking about? The word of God. The word of God. This church is built on the foundation. It's not built on emotions. It's not built on African traditions and customs. It's not built on Nigerian proverbs. It's a Nigerian proverb that says that a short man is not a, a short man is not a boy. But the church is not built on those things. It's built on the word of God. It's built on the word of God. Yeah, the word of God. Ask the nearest sister who is talking to that. What scripture is saying what you are saying? Even sometimes when we are trying to choose, a, I'm not saying ask them now. You can ask them later. <laughs> when we are choosing beloved, we don't even check how much they want to build their lives on the word of God. He has broad chest, broad chest. Are we trying to build a road on his chest? Or a soccer pitch? He has six pack. Is he a luggage? Is he a luggage? Is he a luggage? What do we use six in the re in reality? What do we use six pack for? Six pack has no economic benefit, no spiritual benefit, no economic benefit. It's just an aesthetic. It's just aesthetics, and you don't know what aesthetics also mean. Check the word of God. How deep is he in the word of God? How interested is she in the word of God? How much the word guides the person? How much does the word guide you? Deep. How much of the word do you read? How much of it do you take in? Because if you do, what are the seven things I said about the word? I said read it. If you don't read it, how would you even build your life on something you have not read? Your life will be built on soapies and generations and series. Game of Thrones. Brother's Keeper. Wow. Read it. Believe it. Obey it. Practice it. Live it, study it, and teach it. You know how much teach it or preach it? Share it with somebody. Amen. So that is a foundation of the church. So you and I must be, when you see that the word is not being preached, rise up. I mean, many of you, you see the power, they say they come for rehearsal. They won't even study the word. They come, no. Do re mi fa so la ti do, do re mi fa so la ti do. That's why the, car, the choir is full of canal people. That's why the slightest mistake, there's a quarrel. And usually choirs have more ladies than guys. So as soon as there's one guy in the choir, there are about four competitors.
each one is checking how broad his smile was when he looked at So, unbeknown, I said, unbeknown to the brother, he's an obstacle, he's, he's, he's a confusionist, having not, just by existing in the choir. So, if we don't build on the word of God to become spiritual, you will see everyday confusion in the choir. Yeah, I mean, when you've come for choir, why don't you spend one hour to study the word of God? Like, we are studying the word of God, we are reading the Bible, getting understanding from the word, then after that we can sing do re mi fa so la si do. What's the third foundation? The, the foundation of the tithe. The tithe was just recently. We came to the tithe after the word. Really? Why don't you only show? Are you sure? I'm coming. Let me check with my book. Anyway, whatever you say, I'm, I don't have a problem with you. Tithe. They said tithe, so let's talk about tithe. The foundation of the tithe. That foundation basically is telling us that your money is God's money. Yeah. And as a church, that is how we build the church. We don't use the tithe to line the pastor's pockets. As you can see, there's no line on my pocket. The tithe. Evangelism. Hey, I talked about evangelism. Shame on you. Let me carry my own notes. There are diseases around. Evangelism. So winning that people must be saved. It. I've highlighted each one of it different colors. Evangelism. Where it's like Jesus said, go ye into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Anyone who believes is baptized. It's not condemned. And you baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's one of, look, as for the church, let me tell you one thing. Without evangelism, the church will age. The church will die. Because, one, the church is not full. That's the first thing. Two, even those who are in the church, some backslide. Some leave. Some leave. Even those who are in the church, they backslide. Then even those who are there, some leave the church. Leaving the church is not a... You shouldn't be scared when people leave the church because it's not a fantastic event. It's, it's, it's a normal, it happens. It happens. It ha some of you are here. It's your third church on your journey. Your old pastor from. <laughs> Leave churches, some for good reason, some for bad reason. They will all cite all kinds of reasons, but some for good reason, some for some relocation. I'm here, I've gotten a job in Cape Town. I'm going to Cape Town. I'm going to Cape Town with it, which means one membership here. 
you said the mother has got come. We found a husband for you in Limpopo. Come back to Limpopo. What should he do? He's go, she's going to marry the king in Movango. What should she do? What you do? Ask your neighbor what you do. evangelize the world to get more people into Christ and more people into the church. The church will finish before our eyes. So that's why evangelism, that's why every day, that's why every Sunday we say you are here for the first time. What we are here for the first time is to presuppose that we have as a church made efforts attempted to bring people into the church for the first time. That's why we have multiplication campaign. Why do you think we have multiplication? Do you think because we like mathematics? We are trying to increase the kingdom of God and increase the church. Yeah. If you don't, the church will finish right before your eyes. So it's a major purpose. It's that, it's that activity must be active day, weekly, study regularly. In the, without that blessed thing, what? get to amen. Yeah, what's the next one? Please look on my computer. Because these people, then we talked about faithfulness, the tithe. The tithe. Let me not lie to you. It's the tithe that you take that leads to prosperity. The building you are sitting in is as a result of the tithe you take. It's now time for you too to pay your tithe faithfully and regularly so that we can provide a church for somebody else. It is rather strange that when it is your turn to provide, you, you say you don't want to provide. Meanwhile, somebody provided, that's why you have what you have. It's really strange. I mean, you, I don't like putting the Bible aside, but let's just use common sense that all your brothers contributed to pay for you to go to school. Now you have earned money, you are a graduate, you are earning money. Then you have a little brother. And they say, bring your money, let's help the little brother to go to school. And you say, no. No. I mean, think about it, how it, what, how it sounds. You, let's not even go into the Bible. Think about how does it sound to you? The same way, it's evil, <laughs> it's demonic, it's devilish. <laughs> It's unchristlike. I'm telling you that it's people's tithes that were put together to put a roof over that year. It's time for us to put our tithes together so that we can also put a roof over that year. Yeah, I'm happy you are clapping, but I hope you pay your tithe. Yeah, we can clap again, but pastors, look around. If it's tithe payers who are clapping. Or just clap it. Some of the people in the church who don't pay tithe, you will even be surprised. If I tell you, you will be shocked. I want to preach my message for today. So please allow me to get there. Some of the people who don't pay tithe in the church, Pastor Swa, you will be shocked. Yeah, you will be using your car, moving them around. They don't pay tithe. 
Yeah, and you don't know. You don't know. Some of look, long-standing members, ancient members, established members, super members, the pastor's friends, elders, founders, apostles, they don't pay tithe. Holding members, key bearing members, like they have keys to their church. When you are coming to church, you call them to open for you. They don't pay tithe. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> People want this message to come in December. Faithfulness, loyalty. a boss that when you finish working, man ends he pretends like he doesn't know you. Why do you go to work all the time? Because you trust in the faithfulness of your boss that when the month ends, he will reward you. In that same way, the boss doesn't replace you when you go home because he trusts that you will come the next day. That's faithfulness. Who wants a wife who will be unfaithful? She has wife about 13 men. <laughs> I said she has done what? She has wife about 13 men. In fact, not that she has. She's wifing. She's a wife to Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi, Bruno Fernandes. Even John Wick, he's a wife to John Wick. How? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Life is built on faithfulness. Life is not a church. But you see, you see, I have over time seen that anybody you see complain about this ministry, Yeah, it may not be showing at that time, but you mark the complaint and put it in your cupboard. Just wrap it nicely, super glue it somewhere. Eventually, they will display it. Look, one day I was sitting in a conference, and the preacher was preaching. And he talked about mark and avoid. There was a guy sitting next to me. When he, he explained the quantum physics, then he said to me, This departure, confusion making departure, they become your main sponsors. I looked at him, I was like, What are you saying? But this was many years, about a thousand years ago. So, <laughs> so we continued the conference, finished everything. Then, about 900 years later, he manifested. Boom! 
Maybe it's your main sponsor. I don't know. If you get look, um, if you see this thing, it's not like something you do. The action is the latter end. It's a deviation in the heart. A deviation in the heart. Like it's a deviation in the heart. So if it's if you don't honestly deal with it, it will eventually come to the top. Because as it's there growing, and then you will I say you said, oh, this one of these people, they will be they become your main sponsor. I didn't understand what you were told. I continue listening to the preacher. But when he 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 manifested. Why does Bishop get so worked out when he gets to loyalty? Just start to watch that. I said, take that comment, wrap it, parcel it, sellotape it, super glue it, put it under lock, dog, and key, and put it there. And give that statement seven years. That's why Paul said, let every man so account of us. Let, that's my post for today. Is that not so? Let every man testify of us. Let every man give this account of us because it, as ministers of Christ and stewards, because the main thing needed from a person is that he becomes what? It's like he has to fight it himself. You shouldn't be tired of it. It's like, oh, yeah, you see, then you are now defending, you know. You see, loyalty, you see, he's not talking, he says, no, 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 look, let's fight to keep loyalty in our church. The church is built on it. Yeah, me loyal to you, you loyal to me. All of us loyal to the visionary and all of us loyal to Christ. Once the visionary is loyal to Christ, we are all loyal to the visionary. is uh, going, the devil is inside Judas. John 13 verse 2, this is 1 and 2. Jesus Christ said, and Jesus knew that the devil had entered him. You see, it's inside. And I said, they will make some comment. That's why when the alabaster woman broke the perfume, her own perfume that she's using, he, he said, why are you wasting that thing? It's inside there. So mark this comment. You see, if they had taken that comment, if Peter and Paul had understood that comment, they would have arrested Judas immediately because they know that this comment, seven years later, it manifests itself. <laughs> they would have cut his ear rather. <laughs> yeah. Two chapters later, he was manifesting. I'm telling you. Can I get an amen? What's the next one? What's the next one? Okay, give me my book. <laughs> I don't trust you anymore. <laughs> Today, I want to perhaps just highlight on the final foundation I want to talk about. But let me look because this is a little bit of deceiving information. <laughs> tithe. Did we talk about the tithe? Yeah. And what? The word of God. Evangelism faithfulness, separation to the All right. Uh, let's see. Tithing. Shepherding. 
Caring for other people. Yes, caring for other people. Basic for every Christian. Even no matter how young, don't you see some children? I mean, by the grace of God, my children are not too far apart in terms of age. But you will see always the older one takes responsibility for the younger one. At least so that you can it's not old. We have needs. So many needs. One day, I went to visit a school where I'm going to go. I went to visit a school. When I went, I saw Mrs. Kasatiwa with her three children. The older one and then the twins. Do you get One leg like a transformer. Her one leg can go here, one hand here, one all over the place. But I noticed something that made me shock. When I got there, I realized that the small, the older one, who is not old, still a child. Though. This is eh, not how many years now? Two years, one year. Last year, how old is he now? Four. So last year, how old was he? Three. So I'm talking about a three-year-old. Look, as the mother is trying to care for all three of them, the three-year-old is helping out. Yeah, go, go and bring this. Then he will go and bring this. Go and give this. Then he will go and bring it. Three-year-old. He's helping out. Now, a three-year-old, what does a three-year-old know? How old is a three-year-old? I'm asking you a question. How old is a three-year-old? How old is a three-year-old? Has needs. There are many things he can do. Many, many things he can do. He, many things he can do. But at least he can go and bring the napkin. He can go to the bathroom and bring tissue. He can go here and bring the cup. He can go and put this back in the kitchen so that the life of his little brothers can be a little better. Ah! That's shepherding. Look, I want to wait to all my sins are where would they be sorted? That's heaven. In heaven, we don't need you as our shepherd. Jesus Christ, the chief shepherd himself, will be there. There are some places when I go, I don't think about preaching. Because when I look at the other heavy, heavy weights who are there, I know that they have the preaching covered. That's how heaven will be. When we get to heaven, you will see Jesus is there. David is there. What, what, what do we need? What do we Abraham is, what do we need your shepherding for? What do we need your shepherding for? The masters of shepherding, Jehovah himself, the shepherd in Psalm 23, when David said, the Lord is my shepherd, he himself will be there. What do we need your shepherding for? Here, 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 here. That's where we need you. There's always somebody to care for. And that's what we believe. 
you have been around for a little while, there's somebody you can care for. There's somebody you can help. There's somebody you can help as a shepherd. Jesus said, I will give you shepherds after my own heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. There's always something you know that somebody doesn't know. Hey, Mr. Pastor, I don't know anything. Are you sure? Are you sure? You found your way to church. You don't know anything. At least you don't know the directions to the church. Hello? Who is that? Who is that? Who is the one saying that they don't know it? I'm looking for that person. Who are you? Well, stand up. Own up. If you are the one saying you don't know anything, own up. You managed to find your way to church. Help somebody find their way to church. You are able to have your quiet time. Help somebody have their quiet time. You are able to pray. Help somebody pray. Ah! Today's Christians want to be overfed babies. You remember the story I told you of the four-year-old who was still drinking breast milk. Yes, you still want to be drinking breast milk. You have been around for a whole year. You still want breast milk. Ah! And then when you are drinking the breast milk also, because you are old, you'll be biting. Instead of sucking, you are biting. Your teeth are too sharp. Rise up, rise up. Rise up. It's a fun. We should never, nobody should say, hey, as for this church, all they are interested in is you, you do to do the work of God. Hey, that's how Christianity is built. That I take care of you, then you take care of her, then she takes like that. Don't break the chain. When it gets to you, break the chain. If your chain was broken before, you won't be here. You will not be here. They need somebody, a caring shepherd to talk to. You should have sung that song today. This song was nice. It's good for Sunday. But you should have sung that song, that song. What does a shepherd do? I tell you that in seven minutes and I go. A shepherd prays for the sheep. How does a shepherd, you see, the word shepherd is defined as a loving, caring guide. Somebody who loves the sheep, cares for them, and guides so you guide them with care and love. You really shepherding assignment. Don't let me go back to all these things. But what does a shepherd do? Number one, a shepherd prays for the sheep. A shepherd prays for the sheep. That's why we have that famous code, what we call the Supreme Code, PVCI. Prayer, visitation, counseling, and interaction. A shepherd's job. That's why Jesus was so worried. Bible says, Matthew 9, 36, he says, when he saw the multitude, when he saw the great need, the multitude, he was moved with compassion. Why? Because they scattered abroad. They were scattered. They were all going in different directions and wrong directions. The only reason, the cause of this problem was that there was no shepherd. There was nobody to help them. Nobody to, to guide them, to stop them from fainting which is giving up. There are people who, they would have given up if somebody didn't come and put the arm around their back and say, it will be well. If you don't give up. They would have given up. They would have given up. We 
are some people today that being around and somebody didn't count. Uh, wake up and start working. Yeah, this is also a curse. Somebody told me this week, nowadays every day you are angry. I said, yeah, it's a level of caring for you. <laughs> The slightest thing you you freak out. I say, yes, it's part of the curse. It's part of the curse. Because where you have reached, without some slap, if I'm just going to give you a, a feeding bottle, every day take pacifier, you, you will not grow. Where you have reached, you need some hard knocks to get onto the right way. It's part of the curse. A person slapped. You heard that testimony about Bishop Oko? Yeah. It's like, look, they were, by the time he realized, Jam! he had slapped the sheep. Today, that sheep that was slapped is a bishop. One of our top bishops in the, in the church. Yeah, and he said he will never forget that slap. That slap. Israel, like the, the, the shepherd was talking to you, he's trying, he has seen his friend, so he's trying to be a guy. He's a, he just, I mean, do you understand what I said? Yes, please. <laughs> yeah. Yes, please. It's part of shepherding. You wish out that you swore. Look, one of the days, one of my pastors blasted some, some of our serious shepherds, whatever they are. A little, just corrected them. Is it, is it all of them? No, just corrected one. Then she started to cry. But I, I had left. I had left to come to Marysburg at the time she was crying. So I heard it later. Then I came the next Sunday. Did church every thing. I finished the church and I said, Okay, I'm coming. Were you there? Yeah, I gathered them with you. <laughs> then they took my hand. Make a mistake and we correct you, you start to cry. What do you mean by the cry? What is the meaning of this crying? I mean, and I told them as I'm talking to you, anybody makes a mistake to cry, they will see what I will do to them. Yeah, if you like cry, if you are bored, cry right now. Cry right now and see what I'll do. And if you go home and cry, I'll come to your house and discipline you in your house. Yeah. And I slam the pulpit. Yeah, you know I'm serious when I hit the pulpit. That one, you know I'm serious. Yeah, you know I'm serious. I hit the pulpit, you know I'm serious. Yeah, you wonder if it doesn't pain my hand. Yeah, that's how I was going to hit you, but I took it on the pulpit. Pulpit, sorry, okay. About this pulpit, I've never hit it before. It's the black one. Bring it somewhere here so we can hit it. I hit the pulpit. Look, when I finished, then I left. Like, when I finished talking, I just dropped the mic. My key was in my pocket. My phone was in my pocket. I just dropped it, and then I went out of the place. I stuck my car there, and I left. They were sitting there. Is he gone? Is he still here? Should we go? Should we come? How, how do we close the meeting? Is the meeting over? Is he coming back? It, they were just sitting here. When I, I, I might let you were there. Yeah. Stand up, stand up. Stand up. You, this guy was there. This guy was there. This guy was also there. They didn't know, should we close the meeting? Should we continue? Should we start? It's part of it. Yeah. Next week when I get it, they say, we didn't know whether to try. The tears were here, but we were holding, forcing it not to come because 
even when we got home, it's like we don't know whether we should cry or not. Because you said, even if we cry at home, you will come to the house. Hey! It's part of shepherding. It's part of shepherding. I have a group of people I'm training to be pastors. I give them assignment, they don't do. I tell them to do this, they won't do. I tell them, I said to myself, no, don't tell them. This nonsense will stop. <laughs> so I saw their leader. Then I told the leader, your group. <laughs> if I catch them, <laughs> I said, your group. I gave them, before, I wanted to talk to them, I gave them an assignment to do. And they were doing the assignment. And they were referring the assignment to some unbelievers in Russia, in Imbali, some totis in Imbali, that they are the people in the Bible. I said, no problem. <laughs> so, finally, I called them for a meeting. And they came. They were standing outside. This is outside where I'm standing. So I couldn't join them. When I came out, I came out. They came, they wanted, I said, come. <laughs> I said, just come, just come. Then I got up from my chair. I said, I said my piece here. Oh, Papa, I don't want to repeat what I said. Or even me, I don't want to repeat what I said. Yes, yes. One, two, three, four. And I went to my chair. I said, the meeting's over. Ouch. Oh, yes. I just went to the door and opened the door. I said, come on, come on, come on, let's go. And they, they, they went. As soon as the last person went out, I closed the door. I was sitting in my office. I could see them outside my office. I was also in my office. No problem. They should be there. I also be here. I enjoy being in my office. Not their problem. Then the lawyer came to tell me that they want to see me. I said, what do they want to see me for? I don't want to see them. I said, no, they want to see me, please. So their lawyer brought them to me. They had something they want to say. And when they came, some were crying. Some have cried already. <laughs> some were everything. Wiping tears. Yeah, you were there? Oh, okay. You were in there. You heard? Okay, rumor has it. Then... They said whatever they are saying. I said, okay. Yeah, they finished. They talked, talked, talked. When they finished, I said, okay. They said, are you done? But after that meeting, what God is saying, I will give you I will give you a shepherd to look after you. But it's not that some of you have developed bad attitude because your parents never shouted at you. Some of, they call you a princess, but you know you are not a princess. <laughs> they call you sunshine. 
<laughs> Look, let's go on. So what does God want the shepherd to do? Number one, number one, number one. I'm talking about care for the people. This is just care for And I'm telling you, there are different types of care. So the time, the day you come, one day you come, when we are caring for you, put our arms around you. The next time you come that we are caring for you and then know that is part of it. Don't take that. Hey, now Peter has become wicked. Eh? He's had an emotional problem. No, it's not every time that we have to be robbing them. Hey, what, 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 why? in the days of the past, when there's power, people are in it. That's why when my PhD took for Ghana, you know, we are in it. There's power in the dark. The people can really see the power. Anytime you do something for God, so the people can say, hey, you've become a man of authority. God has told me, listen, number two, visitation. Visit them. Visit them. Visitation. Be there. Be there. Go to them. Go to them. Visit them. Sheep is home, <laughs> but he said there are no sheep there. <laughs> yes, even if you are beloved, don't be beyond the sheep's house. So you pass the sheep's house to get to where you are going to beloved, and you pass there on your way back. Hey, come again. visit for things to work. The sheep also need a visit for things to work. The place is too far. Jesus came all the way from heaven to come and visit us here on earth. Do you know how far heaven is? visits and unexpected visits. They all have what they show you. Plan visits allow the sheep to impress you. They'll go and borrow the neighbor's sugar to make coffee for you. They when they borrow two cubes, then they make a big mug 
of coffee for you with the two sugar inside. You can't ask for more. Because if you ask for more, you start a confusion. Because the sugar is only two. Because of that, I've learned to drink coffee with milk and sugar, without milk, just sugar, then without anything, black. Flow prayer coffee, black. Learn to also, when you get any once they ask you, should we sugar or no, just say no sugar, and because there's a reason. They are hoping you say no so they can return the two cubes to the But it gives them a chance to impress you. If they can cook, they cook nicely. If they can clean their house, they clean it nice. Usually that's not how the house is. They clean it. When you come, the place looks like a palace. Yes. Don't open doors that are closed. If a door is closed, leave it closed. You see, when you fly, usually when the plane is catching down, they'll tell you, be careful when you are opening the overhead locker because things may have moved. Yes. If you go and open a door that nobody has sent you, things can fall on you. The second one is unexpected visits. That's where you see the way they really are. Yeah, you go, did not get back. You always thought she has long hair. But she has a cheese cup. But when she knows you are coming, she puts on a wig. Yeah, didn't you see last week, we had a lot of funny dots in church. But this week, funny dot is not around. How many of you know funny dot? Yeah, this week there's no funny dot. Yeah, funny dot didn't come to church. Yeah. That funny dot is still around. It's not easy. Look, it's like polio. You can eradicate polio, but not all of it. That's when you get there, you see that he's quarreling with his grandfather. But when he comes to church, he looks like Mr. Nice Guy. Polite, yes, please, no, please, yes, please, please, yes. Thank you, please, no. Please, yes, please, no. No, please, yes. Yes, please, no. But if you go there unexpected, look, me, I've gone to visit somebody before that he was beating his grandfather because he came back, he was playing loud music, and the grandfather said, turn the music the grandfather turned off the electricity. He was beating his grandfather. The only way you can see such a thing is unexpected beating. If you tell him you are coming, you put the beating of the grandfather aside. Make peace with the grandfather because knows that pastor is coming. So unexpected, you go and see things. You go, you see, they do not eat things for two days. You see the children 
Some of them still they don't eat tea coffee. You don't ask them for coffee often. People will sleep for family, but children have no power. You are trying to give the money to the father, but the way the situation is, it's not nice to give it to the father. So you give it to the little child. You ask him a question. What is two plus two? He says four. Oh, good boy. As soon as you step out, the mother goes, hey. Am I preaching or I'm preaching? So those of you who don't visit your chief, you don't show any visitation also shows love that you left your the comfort of your home and you came to my home. You have only gone to carry them to church. You have never gone. There's no agenda. There's no plan. You are not taking them anywhere. You just come to sit in their house. It's not like at the end of the talking, you are supposed to go somewhere. We are not going anywhere after the talking. Yes, you, I'll pray for you and I'll come back. Visitation also gives you a chance to pray for them. Anywhere you visit, look, when you are leaving, you pray. Pastor Yvonne gets more visitors than a lot of people. Thank you. So don't visit when you visited us. For goodness sake, it's supper time. Get out of respect. They dished out. Sometimes even when you visit, you see all the children are sitting at one place looking at you. What they are saying is that go so that they can dish out them. Get the message. If now before you have sat down, you spread yourself all over the place. You are not going. You have even turned on the TV to watch a program that will last for one and a half hours. You say, oh, this movie is very nice. Meanwhile, it just started. Then you have sat down properly. Give me a glass of water. Look, they just finished the food. It's only enough for the house. They are praying that your visit will just be about some 10, 15 minutes so that you can go. Then after that, they can dish out the food. Now here you are. You are a stumbling block. When I was in high school, I said when I was in high school, Everything. Even if you have everything, it can't last you the whole 
prepare. The lesson to open a thing of mirror. Is there enough of us time is going to share? So it's good if we have people to share with. So we open my milk today. Maybe there are four, five of us. We share it. So that tomorrow we can open your milk. Do you get it? So that we wrap in the food. So that every person we used to keep our food in or eat our food in groups. So that when you open one canned food, it goes around. Boarding school, anybody went to boarding school? Any Africa? I can ask you like I asked. Deborah, ask your mother after. So I had some two people who were my people that we, we eat together with. And we realized that there were two senior years, maybe two years ahead of us. They became our friends. I think time for friendship. Because, I mean, we were in trouble one day and he, he came, used his seniority to deliver us. From that time, oh, as soon as we make our food more than he appears. Hey, guys, how? Can I have a spoon? Then he will take a spoon. Hey, it happened one, two, three, then we said no. We have to come up with a plan. So we decide that, okay, when we are eating and eating, there will be no spoon. And you have to eat with a spoon. <coughs> so he will have to go and find a spoon and come, which gives us enough time to eat. So we came together, we came with that plan. So when he came, hey guys, oh how, wow, can I have a spoon? Then we look in the box, there's no spoon. So oh, there's no spoon. Then he said, okay. Then he put his hand in his pocket. <laughs> then he pulled his hand out. Guess what was in his pocket? A spoon. <laughs> hey! A spoon. He has a spoon. As he's coming, he has taught. In fact, he's been in the school two years more than we have been. So he knows the school. It's not his first rodeo. He took out a spoon from his pocket. Hey! That's where we saw that we were, we were in first year. We saw that ah, we didn't know. Yeah, we didn't know. Not knowing all the seniors from three boys, they all have spoons in their pockets. Yes. And we use a spoon for everything. So by the time I got to form three, I had a spoon that moved to two. Yeah, servant's arm and face. We use it to, apart from the obvious, it opens a door. If a door is locked, the spoon can open it. It opens pin. It breaks box. Hey, the spoon does. Hey, you, must, hey, you must be a master of using a spoon. Like if you give me a tin, something, like give me a spoon, I'll open it. Oh, crap. Without, it's not a hassle. It's not a difficult. You just use the spoon to open and then we give it to you. Hey, it works as a knife. It works as everything. A spoon. Opener. Everything. And it's always in your back pocket. But at that time, we didn't know. So the guy, we said, there's no, oh, it's no problem. So I used, I, later I was teaching him, why is it that every time when he came, he didn't use his spoon? That he doesn't want to wash it. But if just in case there is no spoon, he has one. You come, they've locked the door, you are outside. Use a spoon to open the door. 
No, 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 no. But some of us shepherds, that's how our visitation is like. It's like the visitation is so timely, month end. The last Saturday of the month, you know they've done groceries. The next day you have appeared. Don't visit so that they think you are coming because of something. Are you trying to make visitation because I want them to experience it? So I give them a place to eat it. I want you. So if you cook, you have cooked out of visitation. And if I eat, I've eaten it out of obedience to Christ. Because Christ says, wherever you go, whatever they set in front of you, eat. So I'm obeying Christ. But you have disobeyed the instruction. Also so that if there's nothing to cook, you don't feel bad. Because he always tells you that he won't cook. Sometimes I visit people, I see them making some noise, but I know this is the conclusion of the meal. Then I start, Father, thank you for this house. Bless everybody in the house. Then I'm gone. Now you see me, now you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a movement. How many of us are ready to protect this foundation of shepherding, which comes with praying, visiting people to show them love, to pray for them, to teach them the word of God. One of the things we do on a visit is also to teach. Teach something. Teach something. Don't always teach them something. I may not say the Bible says in Luke 13, 42, that man, no, no, no. I learn it, teach. If I have not taught you, you have not learned it. You have not learned it. Counseling or teaching. Counseling and teaching. That's the work of a shepherd. You counsel them, you teach them. Counsel them. Why is counseling and teaching about the same thing? Because every counsel is from the word of God. You use the word of God to advise them. Do this. The Bible says this. This. The Bible says a husband, a, 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 a priest, a shepherd must not be a brawler. So you know, shouldn't be somebody who's always quarreling. You are always every time you have removed your your topic, you are quarreling. No, and must not be a striker. We shouldn't ever hear in the history of mankind that you have lifted your one your hand and you have hit your wife. Bushman. Although some wives deserve beating, that's a bushman. That's a bushman. Hello? That's a bushman. You are not a striker. You are so angry, you are breaking the table. Why? And you are not white. You are black. Black people are not permitted to be that angry. When Martin Luther King said, I have a dream that one day a black boy from Alabama will be with a white boy in Mississippi, he didn't refer, he didn't dream to the place of getting their anger. That your coffee was not hot, so you broke in the microwave. Because she didn't heat the coffee well. Hey. Take the word of God and Teach them. Teach them. People respect you for what you teach them. 
Pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you tonight just as I am. 
please forgive me of all my sins. I believe you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Lord, for dying to save me. Amen. Wonderful. Please. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.